when I say I didn't do a whole bunch of research for this fight card, uh, maybe I should have. Because after um, Yuri Prohaska and Glover Teixeira got uh, knocked out of the card because Jerry had a shoulder injury and hopefully he recovers quickly or well it's not going to be quick he said he's going to be out for a year that's why he vacated and Jan Blachowicz and Magomed and Kalaev became the main event and I was feeling a little under the weather and all the stuff that's been going on with me since Thanksgiving um Really didn't put too much effort into looking into this card. I did spend most of the day looking at it after my meeting. So, and it turns out it might be a pretty decent card. Again, I only uh, try to break down the main card for now until, uh, you know, I get a bigger audience or more people asking about uh, the fight card in general. But this is UFC 282. Blahowitz versus Ankalaev for the vacant light heavyweight championship. And I'll get to that in a second. I just want to start at the beginning. So two fights have been removed from this card due to injury. Obviously the one I just mentioned, Yuri Prohaska versus Glover Teixeira. And also Robbie Lawler, Robbie Lawler was supposed to fight Santiago. Santiago, dang, I can't speak. Santiago Ponzinibbio. Santiago's still on this card. He's fighting Alex Morono. But, um, Robbie Lawler, I didn't see what the injury was, so I'm not sure why he's out. But he's getting close to that age where I think he should kind of retire because it, his chin just can't take what it used to anymore. And I don't want to see him face down on the mat. You know, you never want to see your heroes go down like that but on the sneak this is a pretty decent card you know starting off with Bryce Mitchell versus uh, Ilya Topuria now I didn't know Ilya was undefeated and I thought Bryce Mitchell was also undefeated but I don't know why this one page says 15 and 0, and one page says 15 and 1. So, either way, it's, it's either a battle of the undefeateds or two fighters with double digit wins and single digit losses or no losses in Ilias' um, perspective. Now, I did some, I didn't know much about Ilya. I knew Bryce. Bryce is a Jiu Jitsu wizard. He speaks just like me. He has a little bit of a country twang, but you know what? It doesn't stop you from being good at jiu-jitsu. <laughs> um, he is the owner of the second twister in the UFC. And if you don't know what that move is, you essentially have a back take, hooks on one leg, you wrap your opposite arm around the guy's head, and you literally twist their body in opposite directions. The Korean zombie did it first. He did it through a traditional back take. But Bryce Mitchell kind of snaked his legs and didn't even try to get the other hook and just snuck his arm underneath um, his opponent's arm and just cranked his neck. But this is going to be a good fight because Bryce Mitchell is no slouch. And 
Let's see, how old is he? 28 years old. He's still pretty young. And also, Ilya Tapuria, he's also a young guy, 25. But he hits hard. And this is in the featherweight class, I forgot to mention. So, it's 145 pounds. Um, These guys are up and coming in the 145 ranks, you know, trying to challenge Alex Volkanovsky. At this time, I don't think they would either stand a chance against Alex. He's just too good right now. These guys are too young in my mind. They don't look as polished as they can be um, to be able to fight Alex Wolganowski right now. But at 15 and 1 or 15 and 0, and at 12 and 0, they are trying to put in a good effort to get that accomplished. I think this might be the sleeper fight of the night. Because if Bryce Mitchell can kind of weather the storm in the first round with Ilya, Ilya hits hard. Now, I saw a highlight tape of him just straight knockouts. And he's not like a lumbering move forward, I'm going to hit you. He has pretty decent combos. He likes to sneak stuff to the body and to the head. He mixes it up pretty well. Um, It's going to be exciting to see because if Bryce can get to his legs and maybe take him down or maybe trap him into doing something he doesn't want to, then it might get a little squirrely on the ground. But I am going to pick Bryce Mitchell for the win because I like jiu-jitsu more. Um, I'm a bigger fan of Bryce Mitchell. And he has camo fight shorts. Like, How can you get mad at that, especially being from Texas? Um, next up, we see a a return fight. From Darren Till. Darren Till has been out with multiple injuries. Knee, shoulder, or a collarbone. Um, And it's been a while. Since September 2021. So a little bit over a year. And then before that. July 25th, 2020. And then before that. 2019. He's only been able to fight once a year. Since 2019. I was there. When he fought. uh, Tyron Woodley in Dallas. And. He looked real green after looking like a world beater. And turns out that was Tyron Woodley's last real good fight. Because after that, Tyron Woodley kind of went down downhill's slope. And let's see, Darren here lost to Jorge Masvidal. Uh, I remember he got knocked out, left hand sneaky. He beat Kevin, Kelvin Gastelum, lost to Robert Whitaker, which was a great fight. He said he went in with a bum knee. And uh, couldn't really get anything established. And the same thing with Derek Brunson. Um, got sub- submitted. But he said he had, a, again, his knee wasn't 100%. And he is fighting Drickus Duplessis. And man, oh man. You do not want to get hit by this guy. This is going to be a good fight. Because I really don't know what's going to happen. You know, um, obviously Darren Till has been out with the injury bug and a couple of losses. People still have hope for him to be the next great guy. Is this middleweight fight? Mm, yes, this is a middleweight fight. So this is Darren's homecoming to see if he can basically start the second half of his career. Now, I know he's only 29, but if... 
you've been following fights. He's been a professional fighter for a long time. Right here it's saying, uh, sorry, it's pretty late. Um, 2010 was his first amateur fight. So with that being said, how long ago was 2010? 12 years ago. So he was 17 when he started his MMA career. So he's been fighting for a long time. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 26 total fights. That's a lot of fights. In 12 years, so been fighting twice a year for most of his career up until as of recently due to injuries. Um, but when Darren Till's on, man, he's scary, he's got a lot of length, um, he can hit pretty hard. Uh, I don't doubt that he won't win if he's if he's 100% like he says and he can put it together. I know I'm not saying much about. Drinkus Duplessis, but he's kind of new in the UFC. He's he's been on a pretty good streak MMA wise, but I mean Brad Tavares, Trevor Giles, <sighs> Marcus Perez. I mean fights that he should win. This will be his first real big test, and then this will be the first fight that. Darren Till is seemingly 100% for. Hopefully it doesn't come out that after his fight he has something going on with his knee or his collarbone or an elbow or shoulder or something like that. Because I want to see him get back in the win column um, more, more, more than once. You know, he's one for four in his last five. So we'll see. Um, man, I keep yawning. Didn't have enough coffee today. <laughs> But I think I'll take Duplessis only because he's younger and he has less fights on his body. Now, I don't know if he played any other sport prior to fighting. So that could um, that could play into how he recovers or he fights. But either way, I'll take Duplessis. Uh, maybe by unanimous decision. I think Bryce Mitchell submits Ilya Duplessis by UD. Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Alex Morono. Man, I don't know much. Uh, and that's kind of disappointing because we're the same age and he's from Houston, Texas. And he fights at Fortis. So, no, he's actually here and he fights from Houston, Texas. Um, looks like he's been on a pretty good win streak. Uh, he lost to Anthony Pettis in 2020. And this is Alex Morono, sorry. So he's lost to Anthony Pettis, but that's kind of whatever. But he beat Cowboy Cerrone, Mickey Gall, Matthew Sm Selmsberger. So he's he's getting back up into the right direction. Alex Morono. Let's see what has Santiago done. Oh man. <sighs> he hasn't been sorry for the yawn, guys. 
Jeez, he hasn't been winning as of late. Jiling, Jingling, Ling, Liang um, lost to him. Beat Miguel Baeza. Lost to Jeff Neal. That's our boy, Jeff Neal. And Michelle Pereira. Man, so he's been a little bit of a slide. He's a pretty exciting fighter. I'm going to admit, I don't know much about either of these fights because they've been so infrequent for me. It's been a little over a year, December 2021, May. So he's lost twice inside of a year and a half now. He did fight. Looks like he got injured. And then he did fight. One, two, three. Tried to do three times. Lost two out of three. And then lost his one earlier fight this year. So just by virtue of him being in Texas. I know I really didn't discuss anything about this fight. Because I really don't know anything about it. Um, I'm going to pick Alex Morono. Just on the sheer fact that he's from Texas and he fights in Texas, you know. And it's especially here in Dallas. And then uh, the co-main event, the one that I want to see because I want to see... I don't necessarily want to see Patty Pimblett lose because I'm a hater. But he is good at fighting through fire. Now, in my eyes... I don't need to see you go through adversity to know that you're a good fighter. You have heart. For me, the fact that you are a professional fighter and you fight somebody one-on-one is good enough. You don't have to get beat up for four rounds and then come back in the fifth round to show that you have heart. There's not a lot of people that would get in that cage and get it locked behind them and be a normal person. I already know you're not a normal person, but... For his first few fights in the UFC, Patty Pimblett, he had to walk through some fire. And it's not like they were easy fights. Now, they ended up being easy when he won, but he had to take some hits on his way on his way to victory. Is that the worst thing ever? No. Fights go both ways. You can get hit and hit back as long as you get back up and they raise your hand at the end. But... Jared Gordon, he does not let you sit on your laurels, right? He will fight. He's a dog fighter. Uh, he's, I didn't know he was that old, and old being 34, while Patty is 27. Jared Gordon is one tough dude. He's got some hits, got some hands. He's good at jiu-jitsu. He's a Henzo Gracie um, jiu-jitsu player. This is going to be a good matchup. See if Patty can. This is a good enough step up to see if Patty can be that guy for the future of the UFC. He keeps calling out to be the next uh, Conor McGregor, which, you know, everybody wants to be that guy. But really, Conor really wasn't that great either. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that comment, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. But against my better judgment, I think Patty wins. 
by submission if he doesn't get knocked out cold. Because I th- I still think he's young enough that he can take some damage. But, you know, I don't want that time timer to tick down. But I think he can get it done, you know, just by virtue of him being seven years younger than Jared Gordon. Now, I don't think Jared Gordon is going to lay down, literally lay down and get submitted. But it might get to that point. Just because of, you know, it's not like, I don't think Jerry Gordon has been in a whole bunch of wars where he's doing these five round battles. It looks like, well, it looks like he's been three rounds, three rounds, three rounds, three rounds. So it's not the, he's been that far. I don't know if this is a five round fight. Um, it doesn't say right here. Let me see. Patty Pimlet, Comain, tell the tape. No, it doesn't say if it's a three-round or a five-round. So I got Patty Pimblett, um, Alex Morono, Duplessis, and Bryce Mitchell as my pick so far. And here is the main event. Jan Blahowicz, former UFC light heavyweight champion versus Megamed and Goliath. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, these are two heavy-hitting light heavyweights. Um... Jan was the first person to handle loss to Israel Adesanya, not necessarily by skill, but he kind of outlasted him, outmuscled him, uh, got him to the ground, and controlled him. But he, I don't think he's going to be able to do that against Magomed. Now, do I think Jan has more power? Probably. I think Jan is the bigger guy. Uh, he has a little bit more experience because he's actually been the champion before, but I do not think Jan is going to win. Um, Magomed has been on a pretty good winning streak as of late and he can lull you to sleep and use his wrestling to knock you out or he'll just knock you out. He is like um, Ilya Tapuria, but at 205. I was watching some of his highlights today. I've watched a pretty good amount of his fight. I saw him fight Vulcan, Nikita, uh, Krylov, Elon Kutalaba twice, especially when he had um, Eon on skates the first time, and he tried to argue with the ref that he was okay. He was probably going to get knocked out. And the next fight, when they re- rematched, he, um, he proved that fitting. But I don't, I want to say Jan wins. I want him to win and either fight Glover again or maybe retire because I don't think he's going to get further. Jan is a a quiet 39 years old. um, And I didn't know that for a little while until he he fought Glover and Glover is even older. I think he's going to turn 42 or he is 42. So I think this is going to be a a knock 'em, rock 'em, sock 'em, robots type of fight, and I guess whoever can outlast who uh, will end up winning. Uh, to be fair, Yon lost to Glover via submission, and Alexander Rakic hurt his leg, but everybody else. Uh, I was there when he fought Luke Rockhold, knocked him out cold. 
Um, knocked out Corey Anderson. Knocked out Jacques Array. Dominic Reyes looked like a, a joke. Beat Izzy. Again, lost to Glover via submission. And Alexander Rakic um, had a knee injury, so I can't fully say that he was either winning nor losing. Although it did look like he was um, trending to Alexander's um, way. Jan was hanging in there, and he maybe could have pulled it out. Not sure. Um, the fight didn't end. Alexander hurt his knee, so he wins via injury. But I do have Magomed and Goliath um, winning this fight. I just think he's too much. He's too young. Um, he can just have better output. I mean, he could get, Magomed could get starched. Jan still has that Polish power. We do not forget that. Do not disrespect that because he can bang. But if he doesn't get it started, Magomed could just bull rush him and kind of bait him into doing something dumb real early on. And he'll take a bunch of damage that he can't recover from. So Magomed, Patty, Alex Duplessis, and Bryce Mitchell are my picks. Again, I hope Robbie Lawler can recover well. Um would like to see you retire, um, being the good guy that you are, the company guy and the great fighter. Um, thank you for the wars and Yuri Pawska, man. I hope it said it was one of the worst injuries ever. So I hope he can get back to somewhere near hundred percent. I don't want to see his shoulder fall out like TJ's did <laughs> and he's a lot bigger. So it's going to be even worse for him if he gets hit. Um, and that's it for my pre-fight picks. I think everybody made weight, so there's no, um, there's no hold up to there. Let's see, weigh-in results. Everybody on weight. One fight canceled. Main card, Jan, Patty, Santiago, Darren Till, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, it looks like one of the undercards. Somebody missed weight. But that's okay. We don't really care about the undercards yet. Well, I'll be watching the undercards, but I'm not going to comment on them yet because you know what? It's not big enough demand for me to break down the um, undercards. But there is. Where's this guy? Is this Raul Roses? I can't remember. Let me view. Let me see the entire fight card before I start talking trash. There's one newcomer that everybody's talking about. Yeah, Rahul Roses, 18 years old, wants to be the youngest champion in, in uh, UFC history, came on from the Dana White Contender Series. His face kind of looks, you know, a little off, but, you know, you're, you're, he's a fighter. Everybody's a little off if you're a professional fighter. Um, not going to comment too much because I don't know much about him. He's 6-0, and so we'll see him next year if he if he um, does well. And maybe I'll talk about him on a, an on main event, you know. Hopefully he gets there. I want everybody that's chasing their dream or has the passion to chase their dream, I want them to make it. I didn't get as far as I wanted to in football, so anytime I see someone doing well, not going to hate at least <laughs> – at least not behind the doors. And if I am hating, I'll hate to your face too. I'm not scared of anybody. 
That being said, you guys, I know I was feeling a little down. Obviously, I'm not running my half marathon tomorrow since a bunch of things came up in November that were so far out of my control that I didn't even want to have that as an excuse to uh, run poorly or just, you know, not put, put forth my best effort. I am going to run tomorrow, but it just won't be 13.1 miles. Um, what else do I got? You know, hopefully I can get, again, I have a regular life, I have a regular job, things come up, and when I try to get these guests on, you know, I'm not a famous person, so I can't just stop, drop, and roll, take a day off of work, because I'm not making any money off of this podcast, um, which you guys can help if you go to my direct me link, you know what I'm saying, leave me a tip, you know, I'm trying my best, guys, (laughs) but... I try to get these guests on, but, you know, when all your friends work regular jobs like you do and you can you can barely send DMs during the day to try to chat, you know, things get difficult. And I appreciate all the guests that I've had on. Um, I need to get my buddy Andy on. I want to get him on before his next jiu-jitsu competition because he's been on a tear lately. And he has a good perspective on MMA, just like me. Well, I would say I have good perspective, but I, I really do feel like I'm unbiased, mostly, unless this could be, I think he's the undisputed, undefeated number one, UFC pound for pound number one. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, I'll leave you with that. Go watch the fights tomorrow. It's going to be exciting. Uh, again, I think the Bryce Mitchell and Ilya Tapura fight will probably surprise us. Patty Pimblett, Jared Gordon might be um, fight of the night. And as much as I want Yon to win, I don't think he can handle Mega Man Goliath. I hope everybody proves me wrong and it, all fights are great fights. Remember to tune into the end of the card. You never know which one of these guys are going to be the next champion. Again, when I start getting more time and I start making some money off this podcast, I'll break down all these fighters and give you a pretty good detailed video about all of it. I can't wait. I'm going to start doing that for the main card next year. Um, Still trying to plan all that out because, you know, time... Time costs a lot of money. When you don't have a bunch of it, you can't waste a lot of it. So this is why I'm sitting here at 1230 a.m. trying to record this because I really cared to put this out before the fights. And I really like being uh, accountable to you guys. I looked at how many podcasts I put out this year since April 1st, and I'm actually ahead of schedule. I have one extra. I'm plus one in the department where I wanted to be zero in as a as in um putting one out per week i put out a, a couple weeks i've put out two i'm doing pretty good oh, okay i'm gonna stop boring you guys uncle phil tired sipping on uh what is this not a corona i did this wrong the other day uh, Modelo, <laughs> Modelo Especial, ruled with a fighting spirit. Hey, sponsor me, Modelo. I've been watching UFC since 2003. Call at your boy, man. <laughs> with that being said, you guys, I'm out. See you guys after the fights. <laughs>